Part two, chapter one of Bonaventure, a prose pastoral of Acadian Louisiana. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Bonaventure, a prose pastoral of Acadian Louisiana by George W. Cable. Part two, Grand Point. Chapter one, A Stranger. From College Point to Bell's Point, sixty miles above New Orleans, the Mississippi runs nearly from west to east. Both banks, or coasts, are lined with large and famous sugar plantations. Midway on the northern side lie the beautiful estates of Belmont and Belle Alliance. Early one morning, in the middle of October, 1878, a young man whose age you would have guessed fifteen years too much, stood in scrupulously clean, ill-fitting, flimsy garments on the strong high levee overlooking these two plantations. He was asking the way to a place called Grand Pointe. Grand Point, he called it, and so may we. Many names in Louisiana that retain the French spelling are habitually given an English pronunciation. A tattered negro mounted on a sunburnt, unshod, bare-backed mule, down in the dusty gray road on the land side of the embankment, was his only hearer. Fifteen years earlier these two men, with French accents, strangers to each other, would hardly have conversed in English, but the date made the difference. We need not inexorably render the dialect of the white man. Pretty enough to hear, it would often be hideous to print. The letter R, for instance, that plague of all nations. Before consonants it disappeared. Before vowels the tongue failed of that upward curve that makes the good strong R's of Italy and Great Britain. The negro pointed over his mule's ears. You see Belle Alliance sugar house yonder? Well, behind there you find one road go straight through the plantation till de wood. Dat's about a mile, you know. Den she keeps straight on through the wood bout two mile more, and dat fetch you at Grand Point. Hold on, I show you. The two men started down the road, the negro on his mule, the stranger along the levee's crown. Dat Grand Point, resumed the black, tain't no point on de river, you know, like dat Bell Point, what you see yonder twixt em about your willows, where de sun all spread out on de water, no, sir. Tis just lil place back in de swamp, raised bout five, six feet bove de water. Yes, about three mile long, half mile wide. Don't nobody but Cajun live back dare. Seem droll you goin' yonder. "'Tis the reason I go,' said the other, without looking up. "'Yes, sir.' A short silence. "'Das nigh fifty year now dat place done been settled. Old man Roussel, he was great hunter. He know dat place. He see tis rich ground. One day he come dere, cut some tree, build house, plant little tobacco. Next year come old man Leblanc. Den Pochet, den St. Pierre, den Martin.' all cajun oh das more'n fifty year go dey all comes from dis yer river coast cause de rich creole dey buy em out yes sir dat used to be de cote acadienne right here where your feet standin' on c'est la cote acadienne juste ici oui the trudging stranger waved away the right of translation he had some reason for preferring english but his manner was very gentle and in a moment the negro began again. 
Secret place dat Grand Point, yes sir, for tobacco. Dey make de best perique tobacco in de world. Yes sir, right yond at Grand Point, and de best perique what come from Grand Point, das de perique of Octave Roussel, what they used call him Chadway, but he got tired dat name, and now he got little boy bout twenty-five year old, and dey call de old man Catu, and call his little boy Chatway. Dey find dat work more better, yes sir and he got brudder named mian roussel but dat not de ole ole mian like dey say de ole he one cause you know he done peg out oh yes he peg out in de doin of de war but he left heap side chillin you know he got a year start on all de rest you know yessa dey got bout hundred fifty people yond by grand point and sim like dey most all name roussel sim that way to me and every last one got a lil farm so lil you can't plow her got to dig her up with a spade yes sir same like you diggin grave yes sir the gentle stranger interrupted still without lifting his eyes from the path tis better narrowness of land than of virtue the negro responded eagerly oh dey good sort of people yes dey deals fair and dey deals square dey keeps to peace Dat's cause dey mostly don't let whiskey get on der blind side, you know. Dey does love to dance, and dey marries monstrous young. But dey not like some niggers, dey stays married. And modest, dey des so modest dey shy. Yes, sir, dey de shyest, easy-goinest, modestest, most presumin' people in de whole world. I don't see for why folks talk in dem Cajun, only dey a little bit slow. The traveller on the levee's top suddenly stood still, a soft glow on his cheek, a distension in his blue eyes. My friend, what was it, the first American industry? Was it not the Newfoundland fisheries? Who inaugurate them, if not the fishermen of Normandy and Bretagne? And since how long? Nearly four hundred years. Das so, boss, exclaimed the negro with the promptitude of an eyewitness but the stranger continued. The ancestors of the Acadian, they are the fathers of the codfish. He resumed his walk. Das so, sir, dat's true. Yes, sir, you talkin' mighty true. Dey a powerful ancestrified people, dem Cajun. Dat's what make dey so shy, you know, and dey mighty good hand in de sugar house. Dey des watchin' now when dat sugar cane get ready for begin to grind. So soon dey see dat, dey des come a-lopin' in here to Mr. Wallace's sugar house, here at Belle Alliance, and likewise to Mars Louis Le Bourgeois yond at Belmont. You see, de first thing dey gwine to ask you when you come at Grand Point is Mr. Wallace begin to grind. Well, so like I tell you, yeah de sugar house and da de road, dat road fetch you at Grand Point. End of part two, chapter one.